We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sam, listeners, Lightyear's podcast, do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Wow, that's amazing. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open up a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment and made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. You know, the one good thing about podcasting is it's something you can do during a self-quarantine. It's the only thing uh, that we can do. <laughs> I got a uh, so I got a uh, I got an email the other day from an app, uh, and their 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 whole shtick was, "Hey, buy more from us because it's going to be cheaper during uh, during the during this quarantine." They sent out an apology email. Uh, a couple hours later, just the least surprising thing that you can imagine. Come on. So, I mean, I think we're going to talk about what we're going to do during the quarantine um, later in this pod, probably in five minutes to be real. <laughs> but um, it, it's um, we're going to try to provide you guys with a little entertainment and hopefully, you know, it, it's a tough time. No one wants to be cooped up this long. If we can make it easier for you, then we feel like we've done our job. So we're going to try to be light, lighthearted with it. We'll be serious when we need to be, but we'll be lighthearted. With that said, I have been cracking up at the emails from uh, all the brands. Um, I don't know if your email is like mine, but like I cannot get off email lists. It's like nonstop. Indochino is telling me how they're committed to fighting coronavirus. And I'm like, I appreciate it, guys, but I don't need to hear from all of you. Like credit uh freecreditreport.com is emailing me it's like during a self quarantine it's more important than ever to monitor your credit i'm like what uh and well you know there are some there are some good ones they kind of they kind of uh go out of their, their way to say hey this is what you should be doing this is how you this is how you should eat stuff like that which i'm like okay okay i see this and then there are some where just you can, you can just tell 
uh, they're, they're trying to they're trying to capitalize. You know, classic America. It's uh, not even about <laughs> capitalizing. It's everyone feels the need they need to put out a statement. And <laughs> and to be fair, we all have jobs. Everyone's internally got a statement from their bosses. It's just somehow you end up on a million email lists from random purchases you've made over time. You know, like you. <laughs> you, know, you use DoorDash once. Next thing you know, DoorDash will email you anytime they have something. Although in this case, delivery apps, actually, what they have to say about it's pretty important. <laughs> you know you can just scroll to the bottom and click unsubscribe. Just, just... I do. I do, and I still end up on them. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like when I get these Trump, uh, these Trump emails the, the, the last year or so. I'm like, I never, I've never in my life. How did you end up life... on a Trump email list? I, I just, hey. Wait, 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 wait. Let's back up here. Because um, I get... <laughs> I can't get myself off of Nancy Pelosi's email list. Like I'm in San Francisco. I've donated uh, to Democrats in the past. I understand why I'm on all local, and and the same goes for like Scott Weiner or any sort of local rep. How how are you on Trump list? I, <laughs> did I just expose myself as MAGA? Look, man, I, I don't I don't know how they get my email. Uh, I never donated. Must be another Andy Lee. <laughs> Must be another one. Um, no, but uh, I shouldn't have said that. That's an example. And hey, Ben, I need Ben to cut that one out. No, I don't. I don't get Trump emails. Um, speaking of speaking of kind of uh, leaders of the uh, of of the nation, Gavin Newsom threw out a uh, just a few minutes ago he had a press conference, and it uh, looks like he's banning, or well, looks like he's closing restaurants, bars, wineries, and then he's suggesting that people not, age- not restaurants, um, but asking them Clubs. to severely. Yeah, so it's all um, nightlife establishments are to be um, suspended, suspend their activities. And then um, restaurants are supposed to scale back. Like if you can have two tables, make it one table in a section. Do that sort of. I think we're probably going to lead to restaurants being takeout only in like a week. I think San Francisco might even do it sooner. But, you know, a lot of our listeners don't live in the city. So it doesn't matter. I think we're all moving towards. We're, we're moving towards that. We're we're moving towards a, a few months here of a uh, a very people are going to have a lot of time to listen to the Light Years podcast. A lot of time. Yeah, so that's what that's what this episode's about. Um, we're going to start potting more often. Um, we're going to we're going to try to entertain you guys. Try to put stuff out there because there's a lot of hours in the day. I know I've upped my podcast consumption the last week and Netflix and all those things. And uh, we appreciate all of you who listen. So uh, we want you guys to keep engaged. We hopefully want to keep entertaining you guys. And we want you guys to keep communicating with us. Um, my email is sam at bluewirepods.com. Andy's is andy at bluewirepods.com. We want you to keep kind of sending us stuff so we can keep potting. Um, if you have any suggestions in terms of guests, send them through as well. I think we have a few, so we should have a couple podcasts coming out this week with guests, um, guys you know very well. Um, so those are going to be very Warriors related, coronavirus related, other stuff as well. We're also going to do some. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to keep it primarily Warriors related, uh, but we'll touch on what you know other stuff as it feels relevant. Um. We're going to do some historical podcasts. So some of the stuff that we're going to do in the next few weeks are going to involve kind of Clay Thompson. Uh, we're going to talk about him. Just some of the players, uh, some of the great players that the Warriors have had through the years. We'll go and kind of talk about day one from when they were drafted all the way to them today. So uh, Ike Diagu podcast dropping on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm just Beadrins. The people want to know what he does off the court. It's going to be a big one. 
when the, when the goose is loose, that'll be the thirty for thirty title. <laughs> uh, did you see that they they might push up the Michael Jordan? Uh, I uh, I'm so happy they need to. Um, I've I'm just excited to watch that in general, and it's like we need just new content more than anything right now because it's like you and I are similar. We we both try to stay active. And since we can't do that much stuff, it's like, I really do need some content because there's only so much time I can spend sitting in my apartment reading and like looking at Twitter and whatnot. <laughs> uh, I will be, uh, you know, it's funny this week I've been, I've had more time to study for the, uh, uh, for the GMAT that I'm trying to take for those listening. Uh, I, I may or may not apply to business school at some point. And so I've been trying to take that. You know, what's funny is I realized in the fast past few days with the recession about to hit, what the hell is this point of point of spending? <laughs> six figures on a business degree that might not even matter here uh so you know maybe that that actually doesn't help me sam so the time that i could have spent studying now i'm like why even bother i would i'm (laughs) i'm curious people can give us their thoughts um i think it actually makes more sense to do that during a recession because it's hard to find a good job and everything it's a better time to get education during that so hopefully we're out of the recession after you've graduated with a degree that hopefully opens doors for you to get higher level positions and you know make money and and what whatever be yeah i like that i like that the problem is that that i'm going to be spending money and then i won't be making money uh yeah for but the you're year. Were you were you gonna try to take uh were you gonna try to do business school while working like do a night program? No, I was gonna actually apply to uh, only Asia business school, so I would I would have been full time and I wouldn't be here. The people would have to listen to pod, uh, Light Years podcast and my tweets at like seven in the morning or something, like Ben Thompson who lives in Taiwan, <laughs> or like me, <laughs> or like you. So we we would have been synced on times. Uh, that was the plan. We'll see. Um, but other than that, I think uh, I got HBO Go. So I'm not sure what to do with that. I'm one step closer to fulfilling Sam's dream of watching Succession so we can finally talk about it every day. Um, so that that's, uh, that's step it's, one. It's actually going to be harder for me when you start watching it because in my head I'm going to be worried that I'm giving you like a, a spoiler. You know, because you'll tell me something that happened and I'm like, did that happen before or after <laughs> this? I don't want to be the guy who spoils it. No one likes being the guy who spoils something for people. You, uh, what kind of binge person are you though? Because if I, if I do start it, I am finishing a season in like a day or two. Um, so that, that's the type of person I am. Like we're, we're going right through like six straight episodes a day. If I, if I like a show, it's getting consumed as fast as possible with regards to real life. Obviously in this situation, I would probably consume it in a day and a half because it's not like I have to go to work or, you know, those (laughs) sort of things. Uh, but like in a work situation, it's like every night I come home, it's like two to three episodes and I get through it. Um, if I'm not hooked on it, it takes me forever to get through something. And usually I drop the ball at some point. Got the classic, uh, the, the, the classic, I got work at seven in the morning or eight in the morning, but I'm up at 2 a.m. Just like, go, I just got to finish that. I just got to finish one more episode. We'll be if doing a lot of that. If you're hooked on it, you're hooked on it. So let's, let's take it back to the pod. Um, we're going to get more guests on. We're going to um, try to make it more engaging. We're also going to do some um, historical pods. One that we're in the works on is reliving the Mark Jackson years. I think everyone forgets how much crazy stuff went on those three years. It is kind of an important precursor to the Steve Carrera, which was the dynasty run, to kind of run through the Denver series where Steph like really made his mark nationally. And then the, um, the Darren Ehrman 
saga where he started recording the coaches and he started realizing maybe Mark Jackson's not the right guy for this job and everything in between. I mean, we're watching them tank this year, but nothing was more epic than the 2011, 12 tank job when they traded for an injured Bogut and we're playing Dominic McGuire at point guard. Yep. So uh, (laughs) we'll be doing a lot of that. We're also going to do some current ish warriors stuff. So some of the, Cavs Warriors finals in the past they played four times <laughs> we got a bunch of material there to talk about we'll talk about the first title we may or may not talk about the 2016 NBA finals uh then you know the other two as well uh so there's a bunch of uh, we'll bring on and, the Cavs and just guys. reliving reliving classic games I feel like we probably owe it to our listeners to do a pod of the infamous Steph Curry OKC shot, probably the greatest regular season game of the last 15 years. I'm only saying 15 because um, I haven't thought farther back than that. I, you know, there's probably something 25 years ago that was just as epic. But it just in terms of what we're going to get into, we're going to kind of di- dive into that stuff. In some ways, it'll be more interesting than the pods we've put out this year when it's been kind of a holding pattern and just wondering about what they're going to do next summer. Um. It does. It does look like and we'll talk about it. It does look like maybe the next time we do see them play, it will be the Warriors regular season. So um, we will get into that. Uh, I will. I will say one note about the premium. We will still be running premium. We're not going to throw everything behind the the paywall. A lot of this material is going to be on a regular feed. Um, so we'll say that. But feel free to just subscribe premium. We're still doing that every week, uh, multiple times a week. So it's really just nonstop, just nonstop Sam and Andy while you guys just. I mean, the hell are you doing at home anyway? It's Pornhub and podcasts is, is what we're doing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to get a PS4. <laughs> are you? I think I am. I want to... Um, you're, are you a game person? I don't really I, feel like you're a game person. I'm no, really so... Okay, so let's back this up. So when I, was a, when I was a kid, I did like video games, but I only played sports games. I was definitely the kid who thought Madden. they knew football better than anyone because they were really good at Madden. You know, <laughs> like... Oh, why don't they run this play? You know, it works in Madden, that type of thing, right? Um, And I always actually hated 2K uh, because I could never get the timing down right. I was just, it was too frustrating to figure out how to make like a jump shoot or hit shots on regular. So I'd be like NBA Jam, more my my type of thing. Holy shit, we're the same person. (laughs) Wow. FIFA's great. FIFA's great because it's easy. But like I never got into uh, like the Call of Duty or wow, that Halo. Yeah, is this I, I just couldn't do it. And then when like your friends talked you into doing it, they're really good at it. So you get in it and you just get killed immediately and you're like, this sucks. Well, we are literally the same. Wow, that is <laughs> that is impressive. No, I am the exact same way as you, man. I, I thought I figured out uh football uh because I just ran like everybody else, engage eight on defense or like four straight, four verts on offense. All I ever did. Just Michael uh, Vick scramble. All day. I just and then in basketball, eh, it was okay. I liked NBA Street. But then all I did in basketball was shoot like sixty three a game, which actually I might have been ahead of my time. But all I did was like my favorite player was like Michael. Daryl Morey Lou. Oh, it's all I did. Michael Red <laughs> would shoot sixty threes every single that's my favorite player. Um, I just, but it wasn't really fun to play. Like I wasn't a fun person to play with too. And I was the type to like get super pissed and throw my remote in a classic rage quit <laughs> type of guy. So, uh, you didn't beat me because yeah, no, I no. quit. Yeah. Me and my little brother would just get into those fights. Um, not, so I haven't, I haven't gamed in like the last time I really gamed was in college, which was over a decade ago. Um, and so now I'm just like, 
if I buy it, am I going to actually play it or am I going to do it for 20 minutes, get frustrated that all these kids are way better than me and just not touch it again? <laughs> well, it depends. Are you going to play online too? Like, are you going to, are you going to have little kids yelling at you and like, oof, I'm good. Uh, I will say about the Halo thing or the, the, the role player game thing. I was so bad. It wasn't even about everyone else being good. I was so bad. I would spend my time. Like there were times where I'm just like, my brother's looking at me like, why are you shooting at a wall? for like 10 seconds and then I just die. So there was no, there was no reason I never to play even, any of that. I, I never even tried. I never bought them. The only time I played them was when I went to my friend's houses. So I was always behind the curve and then I always just said I didn't want to play it. So we need, a, we need people to give us suggestions here. Uh, on my, Twitter, my, pick up uh, the sh- my pick up the show, MLB the show. I, baseball <laughs> games are actually pretty fun. Do, uh, do, uh, do, the, do the Wii. Is the Wii still a thing? What's it called now? Is it? You could play that. Is it a switch? Yeah, I mean, you look. There's movement. I mean, look, man, motherfuckers are gonna get fat as shit out here during the quarantine. So you get you some. I feel like that'll be the underrated. Like right now, we're at the beginning of it, but it'll be really funny when um, self quarantine ends and we get back to normalcy and we start getting reports of what players thirty pounds overweight. (laughs) Um, Who on the Warriors? Who on the Warriors? Uh, Michael Mulder. Uh, Draymond Green better have a better have his own uh, uh, better have his own exercise He's, bike in the he, house. He for sure has a Peloton. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, Steph Curry uh, tweeted a video of him kind of letting people know what they should be doing during the quarantine as well, which is pretty cool. Um, and then you look at him, you're like, "Damn, the guy needs a haircut." Uh, I don't think I'm gonna be able to get a haircut. I don't think my barber's working, so it's gonna I be a haircut. Ro- I got haircut Friday, and when I went to get my haircut. I was the only person in the barbershop and, uh, and it was just a little bit like, yeah, this might be my last haircut for a while. So let's go, let's go shorter than normal. <laughs> Sam's out here just bald. Uh, I, I, I was planning to grow the top of my hair out, but now the side, I have the classic Asian bro comb over cut. Now the side, oh, we, are- we know. <laughs> Now the sides are going to be bad. Um, it's going to be a long few months. Uh, my Twitter followers did let me know uh, a lot of uh, Korean dramas and, and Chinese shows. So you know, if you need them, Sam, I'm happy to happy to send them over. Uh, you know, learn a new uh, yeah, language. Just, just email them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're um, like I said, we gave our emails out. Both our emails are on our Twitter profiles too. We want to explore every topic you guys are interested in. We think the Mark Jackson one will be fun. We want to do ones on Steph, Clay, and Draymond, just kind of like go through when they were drafted and kind of career synopsis. We're going to do some classic games. We're open to anything. Um, We'll obviously pod anytime there's relevant news, but I don't suspect there'll be anything relevant for the Warriors um, until we get an idea of when games are going to start again. Uh, I will say, did you read Connor Letourneau's piece with the SF Chronicle yesterday? Yeah. That was an interesting thing. I think we should touch on this before we get out of here because it's just a mini thing uh, we're throwing on the feed before we get a full pot up in a day or two. Um, You don't really think about it, but the Warriors, this is their first time having a real pick. Every year, Bob Myers has been the GM. They've been in a deep playoff run, and they've had like the 28th, 30th pick or like a second round pick. And... This is the first year they get to be a lottery team and really do like the three-month scouting process, and they're not going to get to do that. And it's kind of scary in a draft where no one is standing out. Like, there's no Zion. So the tournament's canceled. 
their scouts can't go to EuroLeague games if those are even going to happen. I have a feeling those are all getting canceled too. Um, are they going to be able to interview players or do private workouts? Doesn't look like it. You know, like, okay, they can Zoom a guy. That's not the same thing as having him in the facility and seeing how he responds to stuff. Uh, it just makes everything a little harder. I think it kind of really hurts them for next year. Um, most of the guys that may be picked, uh, Meladone, uh, Denny, Killian Hayes, uh, some of the other guys as well, LaMelo even, right, uh, RJ Hampton. Like, they can't even can't even watch them. Uh, not that you can watch college players, but, like, you can't even get there. You can't talk to them, like you said. So, yeah. Um, it, and it, all those guys were going to get personal workouts with the Warriors. They were all going to get the come to the facility. We want to put you through the process. I mean, I don't know what the Warriors process would have been, but like, obvi- I feel like in a draft where everyone's kind of interesting, but not you're not sure if they'll be good, like the individual workout interview stuff's even more important. Yeah, um, it's, uh, you know, to me, though, also, I, I would say, they should have done a lot of this work already. Yeah, there's still individual workouts and things like that, but it does feel like um, they should have had some type of idea. Um, sure, but you, um, I mean, I'm sure they've watched every one of Anthony Edwards' games, for example. I'm sure they've watched all Lamelo's games in Australia. It's still not the same as having them come to the facility and watching them in the combine, watching them in those invitationals. For, for prospects and everything. Yeah. They're, they're trying to get as much data as possible. It makes it harder at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, to me, to me, it also, uh, it also feels like this draft is, <laughs> is kind of something of a crapshoot anyway, which makes it worse actually. Cause it's, if it's a crapshoot and you don't have enough information as you'd like, it's like, well, shit. Um, right. Like there's no, there's no, at least like one or two guys. Uh, we talked to, we talked about it on the last pod. Um, and they, uh, you know, like everyone's hope is to have the Tatum pick. There's no wings in this draft, but like the guy you pick where you're like, you know, he's got holes in his game, but we really believe in the potential and the person and believing in the person has to do with like interviewing him be like, this guy has it. Like he may not be able to pull someone off the dribble right now, but like he's the type of guy who's going to be in the gym until he figures it out. They're not going to get that type of Intel on guys or like they're, they're going to, they're going to get it secondhand, but it's going to be harder to get that kind of Intel. I was going to say, they're going to sound just like us since we're getting some of our information secondhand. Right. Anyway. They're, they're going to be drafting just like us. I mean, hey, I mean, what, what can you do? Um, the least the NFL, meanwhile, is kind of just going off kind of as scheduled as planned. The new league starts tomorrow, I believe. And so, they're they're kind of just they're functioning. I mean, there's already been a trade, right? Uh, that's going on in the NFL already. So uh, the NBA is is in a bit of a bit of a shit show, right? And it's but it's easier to do that like you're negotiating with an agent on the phone, you know? Yep. Like that's a different thing than uh, anything else. I mean, it does probably hurt NFL teams with the draft process a little bit. You'll yep. find out who's who's really good if they don't get these like last minute things. Yeah, I mean the draft process is like. Damn, they're almost done too. I mean, the same, like, but like, that's the thing with me. It's like the NBA should be about the same. The Warriors knew all year. They knew after five games that they were going to be a lottery team. So it, to me, it's like they've had all this time to scout and done all this. Um, they they should have an idea. But even if of you they want. let's put it this way, even if you're let's let's say you and I believe the Euro League players 
are really promising. Um, the games you want to see them play in are the games that are happening in April when they're in the EuroLeague playoffs. The same way like you want to see how players respond in the tournament because those games matter more. Um, you don't get to see that. So you're doing a lot of projecting. And you know the numbers are what they are. The film is what it is. But you and I both know with basketball, there's how you play, and then there's how you play when it matters. And those are two different things. Um, looking for 16-game players like Jacob Evans. <laughs> My God, that was bad. Uh, just naming it 16-game players was even worse. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm with you on there. But but at the end of the day, I think they, they should have enough information to kind of pick who they want. There shouldn't be kind of like, ooh, let's, let's – right? Because it almost feels like to me if like a workout changes your mind, it's like shouldn't you have kind of known that? Like, no, but I feel like the workout changes your mind the opposite way. Like if you think a guy looks, you think a guy has potential on film and then you see him in person and you're like, he's not serious at all. And if he can't be serious at a quote unquote job interview, you're like, now you have all the red flags, right? Well, you get what I'm saying? Like it's you, cause you can watch a guy in a game and they all have flaws. They all have like, we'll use Anthony Edwards because he's the most obvious example. You watch him and he does a couple moves each game where you're like, dude, if he goes, does that more consistently, he's a superstar. But then you watch him for the duration of the game. And there's a lot of floating and a lot of like bad shot taking. And you're trying to figure out, is this a function of him just being raw? Or is this a larger function of who he is as a basketball player? And that's where the individual stuff can really help you. Well, I I I disagree, and only because I I feel like the individual stuff is more it, it it tricks more to me. It feels like it would trick you more than the game stuff. I would always believe more the game. What you see in the game is going to be more indicative uh, of what they're going to be in real life. Because just in a workout, you know, everybody. I bet you Anthony Edwards' workout's going to look great. I guarantee you that. Uh, but it depends then, what you're looking out looking for. This so I mean I guess you're right. It does come down to your scouts. Um, because like okay, we're gonna do a Clay Thompson pod in the next two weeks, and one of the bigger things was Jerry West was watching his workout habits, and Jerry West was all in on him, not because of the shots he made or how fast he ran, but because of like the little things he was doing in the workout, so to say. Like it's very much like coaches speak and like old school stuff, but he's like. This guy's like very committed to doing things the right way as opposed to I'm going to go all out in a drill and then I'm just going to like, you know, stand there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess my thing would be, well, that that'd be great if they had Jerry West scouting. Um, and that's the other problem is I don't know if we can trust whoever's uh, scouting for the Warriors, whoever's making the decisions there. So um, that's part of it as well. But I, I see the uh, I see that I see that where you're coming from but uh, i i don't know if i trust the people that are in charge of running the warriors i don't either but they haven't had a relevant pick with these guys like you can say what you want but like how many guys are players who are picked after 28 anyway so all i'm saying is it's they're going very blind very blind um we'll be back this week with a few podcasts uh please everyone uh stay safe stay home Uh, Do all the necessary stuff that you need to do. Everybody knows. Um, We'll be back.